Hello and welcome to the Atomic Impact Podcast designed to help business owners and leaders with short atomic episodes to impact your business for marketing, sales, business growth, personal growth, and much, much more. I'm your host, Jason Osborne, and I'm looking forward for your business and life to be positively impacted by this podcast. And as a thank you, just for listening, I'd like to give you free access to my LinkedIn mini course to help you get on the right track with LinkedIn to generate high quality leads without being spammy. All you need to do is go to www.impactforleads.com to get immediate access. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hey guys, it's Jason here with the Atomic Impact Podcast once again, and I have the amazing Susanna Kennedy on the podcast today. I met Susanna probably a year and a half ago in Johannesburg, South Africa, which by the way, if you've never been to Joburg, go when we can travel again. It's an amazing place. South Africa is awesome. Uh, we've just been chatting about it pre-show. It's a, I love South Africa. But Susanna is amazing. She is a transformational facilitator and she's going to chat through what that means and what who she works with so Susanna thanks so much for being on the show today uh it's such a pleasure it's so exciting to be on this platform with you and be sharing the space and have the opportunity to have this conversation I'm coming to you from one of the most beautiful cities in the world in my um perspective it's Cape Town which is obviously in South Africa and um, you need to come visit us next time you are here because it has the most incredible energy. And um, even now in lockdown, there's so much going on, but it's still got this heart of enthusiasm and positivity that is kind of pulling us all through. So um, I'd love to share some of that with all of you and hopefully spark some light at the end of um, some dark tunnels because yeah. I know everybody's going through quite a tough time at the moment. Yeah, yeah. We actually had plans to go to Cape Town last year. We were going to go to Johannesburg and Cape Town last year. And of course, that didn't happen. So as soon as the as soon as things open up again, yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, one, uh, Suzanne, I know we've chatting a, a pre-show around what you do with your transformational transformational facilitation, how you work with people, and some of the obstacles and things that really stop people from moving forward. And one of the interesting things you brought up, and I, I would just want you to just pick this apart and, and share your, your, your experience and add value to people here, which I know you'll do, is even as a business owner, a business leader, we can make strides forward in our business. But you're saying that actually, there's a lot of things that stop us from moving forward uh, other than just kind of like the business strategy, business plan, but there's things that actually inside of us that stop us from moving forward. So uh, just share with us, how do you normally work with people that struggle with that? And maybe if you have some short stories to, to share, you just go for it. And because I know you've got lots of, of value that you can share with people today. Sure. I mean, um, I'll break it down a little bit for you, but I can tell you that one of the most rewarding things is when you do the work that you do and a client of yours comes back with this feedback, which has happened to me a few times this year. And I am it, like, you know, it's like that humble, eternally grateful. Yes, I'm on the right path and I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. Feedback. Um, when somebody comes to you and says, you know, I used to be happy for other people. Like I used to see other people succeeding, other people 
happy, other people in love, other people experiencing a fulfilled life. Now I'm happy for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy for being me. I look in the mirror and I go, wow, I love you. I'm so glad I get to be you. And as a transformational facilitator, somebody who does the work that I do, that is literally the best thing that, could, that any client could ever say to me. Because as we were talking about before, you know, there are so many coaching programs. There are so many mentors and facilitators that really help you achieve things from a career perspective, from a financial perspective, from a um, marriage perspective, whatever it is. And, and it's so great because we really do need coaches in every aspect of our lives. We need the support systems in all the different aspects of our lives. But the reality is that if you don't believe you deserve success, love, happiness, wealth, um, health, all of those things, there will be something in your subconscious that self-sabotages and you'll take those steps forward and you'll be on this, you know what it's like, you do a course and you're at the conference and you're with everyone and there's this cool hype and everybody's feeling good, even if it's an online course, whatever it is, and yeah. you're all like gung-ho and then you see this change and then it kind of just like crumbles and melts away and before you know it, you're back where you were before. In fact, a great example of that is The Biggest Loser. In the first couple of years that they did the show, The Biggest Loser, they, um, they didn't go and follow up with the people. And then when they did, sort of six months later, they realized that they had put on more weight than they had when they first came to the show. Wow. And the reason why is because they weren't emotionally and psychologically prepared for the change that occurred in their physicality and not only were they not prepared but the people around them were not prepared so all of a sudden you've been somebody who does not think you're attractive is an introvert does not feel sexy or like you got swag and then you shed all these pounds and all of a sudden People are looking at you and they're noticing you and they're going, yeah, look at you. You are cool. Look at you go. And your partner, who never was jealous, all of a sudden is going, I'm not so okay with all of this attention sure, yeah. <laughs> that's going on here. And you're going, but I, I want you to still love me. Please don't not love me anymore because that's your human, right? And so this sabotage starts happening. And so the reality is that we need to get ourselves ready, body, mind, heart, and spirit for the love, success, health, wealth, all of these things that we actually deserve. And, and that's what I do. So I go through a whole lot of processes that I went through myself in order, and I'm not perfect, just by the way, guys, I'm still on a journey, just so that you know, I'm still on a journey. We're all on a journey. a journey. But I'm way further than I was. And so I share, I've been very lucky to be working with the best speakers, coaches, teachers, healers from around the world, like literally amazing, Brandon Bays, John Martini, Brian Welsh, Robin Banks, Paul O'Mahony, like 
amazing, like wealth coaches, mind coaches, heart coaches, spiritual coaches from around the world. And what I've done is besides the fact that I went on my own miraculous healing journey and, and learned so much practically um, in doing that, I have taken the information that I've gathered from all of these incredible people and kind of smushed it together to bring a process to individuals. So I have clients of every age, really. I think like um, I've got from young 20s all the way to, um, I think my oldest client is 74. Um, and I loved it. She was like, do you think it's too late for me to change? And I was like, absolutely <laughs> not. I think it's amazing that at 74, you're showing up and going, actually, you know, I, I want things to be a bit different and it's not too late, you know? Yeah. So um, I've got a really wide variety of clients, but the thing that I really want to heal is there, there's two biggest wounds, human wounds. It's the thing that I've realized across the board from everything that everybody's spoken about. And, and the one is feeling like you're separate to, like you don't belong, like um, you don't have a tribe and people don't support you. You are by yourself in this world. That is the one. And the other one is that you are not enough, which then makes you feel like you are unlovable, which um, then gives you imposter syndrome, which makes you self-sabotage when you do achieve something, which makes you not stand in your light, you know, and really yeah, yeah. shine like the light that every single human being actually has, um, you know. I, I, I love that, that quote by Marianne Williamson that Nelson Mandela made famous is one of my like favorite quotes, ironically, because it's taken me such a long time to actually live it. But um, our greatest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our greatest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. Yeah. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, fabulous and powerful? Who are you not to be? You are a child of God and your playing small does not serve the world. And, and the thing is, when I say God, just as a little caveat for everyone, God, Allah, Buddha, Krishna, all that is the universe, whatever makes sense to you. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. All rivers lead to the same ocean. And as you let your own light shine, you unconsciously give others permission to do the same. Yeah. And I think that that is the key is that what I do is I take people on a journey of complete self-acceptance and self-love so that they can break those disempowering patterns and thoughts, not only here, but here and in their bodies and in their souls, because there is that old saying that when your word, your thoughts and your action are in alignment, that is when you are powerful, but they forget your feelings, when your thoughts, your words, your actions, and your feelings are in alignment. That is when manifestation happens. That is when transformation happens because emotions that are, um, thoughts that are emotionalized become magnetized and they actually create the transformation. But without that true feeling, and you're not going to feel that feeling unless you believe that feeling, you've got to 
find that feeling in you. And then when it's all in alignment, then you shift and move, right? And it's a practice. It's not like you do something once. Sometimes it is actually. Sometimes there's the miraculous healing of belief and you just suddenly realize. And, and, and that's what a miracle is actually. Yeah. We're experiencing miracles all the time. They're just a change in perception, a change in understanding. But some of them take practice. <laughs> we're so, oh, humans, we're so funny. Like as adults, we grow up and we go, oh, no, I tried that once. It didn't work. Ugh. No, I wasn't good at it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That like imagine if we were babies and we like try to walk and we tried it once and we like fell down and we were like, oh, tried that. That was awkward, guys. Not doing that again. That was embarrassing. Like we'd never learn to walk, right? But as adults, for some reason, we think if we try something once and we're not brilliant at it, then we're a failure. And we forget that failing is part of growing. Failing yeah. is part of expanding. Failing is essential. Everyone that I know that is brilliant at what they do, whatever it is, has failed hundreds of times not only at what they do but at a million other things trying to figure out where they fit into what they do you know so sorry i've like kind of just gone i I, I love it you've you've (laughs) said so many amazing things like well first of all um I love that quote. It's my, it's in the top two, my all time favorite quotes. My other one is a quote from uh, the pursuit of happiness that Will Smith uh, tells his son. Um, but that quote's awesome. And you actually gave the full version. Most people leave out that middle bit of it. Um, and I love that quote. It's, it's every, even when you were saying it, it was bringing a tear of inspiration to my, every time I, I just love that quote. I love that bit where it says you unconsciously give permission uh, to let other people's light shine too. And, and that, that is, is so powerful. You know, that I think we just don't realize that we oftentimes look at other people yeah. and we say, Oh, you know, if I were like them, if I were like them, but actually there are other people that look at us and we, we don't see that because we're not the other people looking at us. We're always looking at us thinking where are our shortcomings? What don't we have? What we haven't achieved as you said, you know, those perceptions of failure that we've had and all of that. Um, but w- one of the things I'd love to ask you, Susanna, and, and you gave, um, I, I love the whole analogy you gave around the biggest loser. And then the two things, feeling like you're alone, kind of like on an island. But then the other one of the, um, uh, the, uh, um, the, the words just gone through my head there, but um, good enough. Yeah, not being good enough, that that whole imposter syndrome thing. What's interesting around that is what you're saying around the biggest loser, they lose this way. And this could be financially, it could be relationally. Uh, obviously, you just gave one example, but they get to that place of feeling more confident. They start feeling like, oh, maybe I am worthy. And they were, they're put into a situation where there's other people, they don't feel alone anymore. But what you said that really struck me, and I'd love to hear your thoughts around this, is then they go back into that situation. Maybe it's their partner who all of a sudden wasn't jealous before. Now they're jealous because people are, are checking them out. And maybe they didn't have them check out before. And all of a sudden, they their insecurities get triggered off. Um, it could be their family, whatever. And all of a sudden, what they thought 
was really good for for them in their life all of a sudden they can see other things that they never knew they had the potential of losing before so a potential losing a partner or family members or either family even family members pointing their fingers i'm going who do you think you are now yeah. you know all this sort of stuff so can you just chat through a little bit of as we begin to make that progress in our life when we begin to start achieving our goals how do you work with people to actually embrace other people's insecurities? Because really that's what it is. It has nothing to do with you. It has to do with other people and their insecurities, their, their imposter syndrome and all of that sort of stuff. How do you move forward through that to continue to move forward and not let other people kind of drag you back, so to speak? Yeah, it's so interesting because um, I actually have a talk um on the power of forgiveness um which so two things if i can respond in two yeah of course go for it so so the one is never judge a book by its cover um i know that people are watching this now and they're going but i mean you know how does this girl actually know what she's talking about this dark space you know um that that people can be in and um and I get it because I look healthy, right? I am healthy. Um, you know, I've got this huge grin across my face. I've got this very light, enthusiastic manner about myself. And I look like I kind of have it all, right? Which I have got an amazing life now. And, and I'm so blessed to have the life that I have now. But if I had the time, because this is only a 15 minute conversation, um, and maybe I can invite you guys to, to listen to my actual life story, I would be able to tell you that it wasn't always like this, that I have been um, sexually abused, I have been raped, I have been sexually assaulted, I have been divorced, I've had a miscarriage. I tried to commit suicide and I almost died from a disease that was supposed to be incurable. Like I wasn't supposed to medically be here. And so I have been through all of those things and throughout them, I learned so much. And that's why I'm bringing in the power of forgiveness because that links to the human wound. And I, I can tell you guys, the full story at some point. So you're all welcome. I'll give Jason the details. You're all welcome to join me and I can chat you through them. But what I'm trying to say is that I have been there in what I call, and a lot of spiritual people call the dark night of the soul. And the dark night of the soul is that space, that dark space where you feel like you can't get out and that your life is, that you're stuck in a situation, a circumstance, a place that doesn't have an option of getting out and that you feel worthless and that you feel undeserving of better. And, um, and when you make decisions in that space versus an empowered space, your, your life is going to reflect that you know, yeah, and, yeah. Um, and so that is why I get to do the work that I do, because I learn to make different decisions for myself. And that's what I teach my clients, and my students. But the reason why I'm bringing up the power of forgiveness is I 
almost died, but I realized in that process that I'd heard of this body-mind connection and, um, and I didn't understand how deep it actually went, this body-mind, heart-soul connection. And I didn't love myself. I used to beat myself up all the time. Mm. And so when other people then told me, who the hell are you to be this? You know, because I knew, we know what we're meant to do. Guys, if you have a desire, it's been put there for a reason. Like if, if you go, oh, I really love to experience myself doing this, you're supposed to be doing it. It's been put there for a reason. And it's like standing in, in, in line for a club, right? There's, there's three entrances, really, when you go to a club. There's the queue that goes down the street. There's the VIP queue, and then there's the door around the back. Yeah. And, and the problem is that, you know, when people are standing in the queue, when you go... I don't really want to stand in this queue i'd rather actually be a vip and go to the vip the people standing in the queue because of their own perceived inadequacy will look at you like who the hell are you i'm pissed off like i want to be there too yeah. and then if you take it even one step further and go i'm not even waiting in the vip queue i'm going to go around the back and i'm just going to go in the back entrance <coughs> people are going to say like who are you when you start going on a journey of understanding that all of us have the same wounds and learning to stand in other people's shoes with compassion and you start going into a confrontation with wanting to understand instead of wanting to defend yeah. then you find your way through the problem with all of us is that we go we get met with a confrontation and people aren't hearing each other they're just reacting and, and, and trying to stand their ground, you know, and respond instead of going into a space. And these are some tools that I do teach in my courses on, you know, when you've got a confrontation, how do you go into that in order to find the best possible way through for everybody involved, not just yourself, you know? And how do you, when somebody truly, truly hurts you, how do you find compassion for them so that you're not bumping heads with them, that you actually end up forgiving them and forgiving yourself and being able to walk. You know, another quote Nelson Mandela said, when he came out of prison, you know, people said to him, they said, but Madiba, you were in jail for such a long time. How can you come out and forgive people? And he said, how could I not? Yeah. He said, if I hadn't forgiven them, I would have been walking in jail for the rest of my life. Yeah. And we have to start living from a place of compassion for each other. Everybody is fighting their own battle. In fact, one of the best books I've read, I've got, I've got a number of, I love books, but um, a really great book, let's put it that way, a really great book is The Four Agreements. You know, don't take things personally. It, it, it's such one of it's such a great agreement like yeah. just don't take things personally when somebody reacts to you they they are reenacting an, a wound of their own they literally that i always say like we've got memory cells in our bodies so like when something happens it actually gets captured in the memory in our cells so our cells rejuvenate but unless we 
neutralize the trauma in our actual cells. That's why when a situation happens, you'll physically feel it in your body. Do you know what I'm talking yep, about? Absolutely. When you're triggered, you like physically feel it in your body. It's because you're literally reenacting that wound on a subconscious level. And until you deal with it, you are reacting. But we're all doing that. We're all walking around these wounded souls. And so if we carry on just reacting and defending, then that's all that's going to happen. We're just going to keep hurting each other. But if we, if we learn to shift and go, okay, I'm not going to come from this, come into this from a place of needing to win. I'm going to come into this from a place of wanting to understand and from a place of really wanting to connect. And you start greeting your relationships with that energy, even when somebody comes at you, like slowing it down, just going, I really, I'm so sorry if something I said triggered you in some way. I'd really like to understand where you're coming from. And I'd really like you to understand where I'm coming from so that we can find a way forward and truly mean it. We would have a completely different world. Yeah. At the moment, everybody just wants to be right. And it's, uh, it's one of the worst, I think, one of the most difficult human traits because it just does not serve anyone to just no. want to be right, you know? Yeah. Does that kind of answer your question? Yeah. And, and I mean, literally, Susanna, we could, we could chat, I think, for hours around this because there's so much that you said in there. I'm like, oh, I want to ask you this and we can go that and we can discuss all this. Um, but obviously, we don't have the time for that. But what I would say is definitely, definitely, um, you guys should be checking out what Susanna is doing. So I know you have an upcoming talk and depending on when you guys are listening or watching to this, um, you may be able to, to, to check out this talk. But even if not, you need to go to Susanna's website, or whatever. So can you just let people know how they can find more out about you? And also if, uh, if, if I know you have an upcoming talk, uh, give us the date, time and how they can access that, please. Okay, so what I'll do is so that this can have like a little bit of an evergreen um, <laughs> sort of element to it. Yeah, is yeah. I do have an upcoming talk that is happening next week on Tuesday, which is the, the 23rd of February at 8 p.m. South African time. So that would be 6 p.m. for you guys. 6 p.m. UK time. Yeah. And yeah. and what would that be? That's uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I think, as well. Okay. Yeah. So it would be a lunchtime sort of thing um, for, for the state. So I will be doing a talk um, just fleshing out some more of my story and what I've learned. Amazing. And I will be giving away some actual tools and techniques that you can walk away and implement into your life so that you can experience transformation immediately after the talk. But what I'll also do is I'll give you a link for a conversation I had with one of my best friends, Robin Banks. Um, and it is on the power of belief, the healing power of belief and how I use that to heal myself when I was, um, when everybody thought I there was no hope. So I had that conversation with Robin because it was interesting. I met Robin in 2003, 2013. Um, I interviewed him. The first international summit that happened in South Africa um, it was with Greg Steka and, um, you know, so many amazing people. Johnny Martini, um, all of these guys, Peter Sage, 
Um, and Richard Branson actually spoke at it as well. But I interviewed a bunch of them and I met Robin then and I was already sick. He didn't know that. And, um, and then I met him after I had chemo because I had emergency chemo. So he met me like this with long hair. And then he saw me a year and a half later with no hair. And he was wow. like, who is this person? And then we got chatting and then I worked with him and I ended up um, co-creating his first online course and doing a whole bunch of other things. So we really support each other, me and Robin. And I didn't know I was using mind power when I was healing myself, but he gave me those words, the terms. And I think that's one of the amazing things is that truths are truths. They are um, referred to in different languages, in different words, in different terminologies, but truths are truths. And all the great teachers, like if you're listening to me, if you're listening to Robin, if you're listening to John Martin, if you're listening to Joe Dispenza, if you're listening to um, the Hicks, whoever it is, you'll hear the same truths and they resonate like in you. You, you know when somebody said something that's true because it hits your soul and your soul doesn't go, oh, I didn't know that. It goes, ah, oh, I remember. I know that. I know that, like within me. And um, so it's just about finding a teacher that speaks your language, that really resonates with you, that makes you feel excited and, and gives you hope and makes you want to learn more. So Robin and I have a great conversation. So I'll give you that because that's yeah. an evergreen and um, you guys can watch that at any time. And then um, the talk I'm going to do is actually about, um, I created a course called Kinstakuroi Me. Now, Kinstakuroi is the Japanese art of putting things back together. Once they are broken, they take pottery and they build it back together with gold. I love this. I yeah. love this, Jason, because in the Western world, when something is broken, we throw it away. Yeah. We replace it. We definitely don't put it back together and gild it with gold but the Japanese believe that that object is more precious than it was before it was broken and I believe that about as human beings all these things happen to us in life and we see them as things that break us you know and and make us devalue us you know take away our value but if we take the time if we have the courage, compassion, and love and gild ourselves back together with that, we will let a light shine that is beyond anything we could imagine. Yeah. You know, they say that life cracks you to let the light in. No, life cracks you to let the light out. You already are the light, each and every person that's listening right now, you know? And yeah. so it's about really stepping into that and embracing it and, and honoring everything that's gotten you where you are now. And yeah, yeah it's just, it's, an, it's, it's a wonderfully fascinating, sometimes challenging, but beautiful journey. That's life. awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> well, well uh, all of the links will be in the show notes for everyone. So uh, make sure and check it out. Um, I'll have, um, Suzanne, I'll have your Instagram, your uh, LinkedIn, all those links, social media links as well, website links, everything will be there. So check out Susanna. <laughs> she does amazing work with what, it's just, that's why I have her on, on the show because uh, I, I've, 
from the moment I met Susanna, I just resonated with your energy, your enthusiasm, your inspiration, and more importantly, what you're doing to help people. And so that's why I had you on the show. And so thank you so much for taking the time out um, and adding value. And uh, I'm looking forward to sharing the links to not only your talk, but also the talk that you did with Robin Banks as well. So thank you so much, Susanna. Thank you so much, um, Jason, for all the wonderful work that you're doing. And thank you to each and every person listening right here, because um, the fact that you're listening and that you're doing something to better yourself, you're already on the right road. So I honor you. Um, thank you for showing up for yourself. And hopefully I get to connect with you. It's Susanna, S-U-S-A-N-A, one N. And Kennedy, like the president, I hope to connect soon, guys. Thanks for having me, Jason. Cheers. Thanks, Susanna. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Atomic Impact Podcast. And as a reminder, please go to www.impactforleads.com to get free access to my LinkedIn mini course to help you get on the right track with LinkedIn to generate high quality leads without being spammy. And please also like and share this episode with others and leave a comment as I'd love to hear from you. This is Jason Osborne and I look forward to sharing the next episode of the Atomic Impact Podcast with you.